911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, this might upset you as you listen to it, but that's okay. I'm okay with it. We're going to talk about how sometimes being around the people that love and support you the most is actually burdening your personal growth and development. Now, bear with me. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. About a week ago, I had posted on my personal Facebook page that I was telling my husband goodbye. And of course, in true Ashley fashion, anytime I write something, it is very intentional and it is to hook you in starting with that first or second line. And that was the case with this particular post. Now, of course, being married for almost 12 and a half years, the first thing that people will think when they read that line and perhaps not go forward and read the rest of that post is, oh, Ashley is leaving her husband. And if you continued to read the post, you would see very well that that was my intention, was to leave my husband. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that there came a point in my my day, my week, my month, this year, as you listen to this, I know it's just been a crazy, unexpected year, but I started to feel like I was in this block. I was stuck. And I noticed that a lot of this was coming from this minutia of going through the motions of the same thing day in and day out. And mind you, there are elements of my day that I try to, I try to make a little bit different on purpose. You see, I believe in neuroplasticity and I believe in the power of the mind and us being able to exercise our brains in a way that allow us to think and to imagine and to create in different ways. But the way to do that is to get out of our comfort zone. What do I mean by getting out of our comfort zone? I mean doing something that is irregular. So for me, it's been my intention this entire year to take a solo trip to New York to visit my really good friend. New York, unlike every other state in this great nation, has been under lock and key since the beginning of this entire pandemic, so much to the extent that if you choose to travel to New York right now, you will be assigned somebody from the state who will monitor where you're going, They will randomly show up at that place of residence or the the hotel, wherever you say you're going to be, and they will check on you to make sure that you really are where you say you're going to be. They will make you sign a ridiculous amount of paperwork as soon as you land in the state, attesting and promising to abide by their quarantine rules, and you will have to stay quarantined for two weeks in one particular location, not even going out to the market, literally staying in that one place for two weeks straight. And if you fail to do that, or if they show up at your house and you're not there, you'll get fined. So imagine wanting to go and visit a friend, wanting to go out and see the beach and see all the things that New York has to offer. And most of everything is closed still anyways, but to not even be able to go out and to just experience life outside of the home, it's just not, it's just not the right timing right now. So I decided to wait, but there was this this desire, something in me that says you need to go and do something just for you. Maybe as you listen to this, you've been married for a long time, or maybe not. Maybe you've been in the same motions with your kids or with work and with all of the things that you do on a regular basis. When's the last time that you've changed something up? 
Granted, this year has made it incredibly difficult for us to do anything that is um, outside of our norm, right? Clint and I take a trip internationally every year, and that didn't happen this year. It doesn't look like it's going to. But chances are that it's been a while since you've done something, not only just for you, but done something that's been outside of your, your, normal, your normal routine. So I started to think, what is it that I need? Intuitively, what is calling to me? What, what am I asking of myself? What do I need in order to pour into myself to get outside of this mental block to allow myself to continue to move forward and push forward and go hard in the way that I always do? Because right now, there's, there's something missing. So in my post, I go on to explain this and I talk about the fact that I decided to run a cabin up in the middle of the mountains. And the only caveat was that I decided to stay there by myself. Yes, I rented a cabin as close to the forest, as remotely as I could possibly find. And I had my husband drop me off. He went back home, carried on with his life, and then he picked me back up when I was ready to go home. Now, when I had posted this, I had at least 40 people message me. And there was a variety of messages. A lot of these messages were very inappropriate, asking me what the address was to the cabin that I would be staying at. Some of these messages were concerned. Is everything okay? I heard you're breaking up with Clint. And there were a few messages that were genuinely asking me how somebody could do this for themselves. How is your husband okay with this? Why are you doing this? And I get it because it's not customary, right? It's not normal for us to be married for so long and then to take a vacation, essentially, for ourselves, to ourselves. And I started to remember while I was in the cabin, times when my mom would just need a break from my dad. And it's not that, you know, there's arguing going on in my home. It's not that things are are uncomfortable. It's nothing like that. But for me, I knew that I needed to get myself out of my normal routine so that I can have a cognitive experience that was outside of my comfort zone. So me going on it, this is the very first time I've ever gone on a solo trip like this. Certainly being like completely remote. We went to the grocery store. We, everything that I, that I could ever need or live on was inside of this cabin and anything I didn't have. Well, essentially I had to make do. Now, why would I do this? Well, number one, as a full disclosure, I would encourage my husband and have encouraged my husband to do something very similar for himself. Whether or not he does, that's completely a personal decision. Number two, I think that it is more important for us to give ourselves permission than it is to ask for permission of somebody else to be able to gift ourselves time in this way. Now, let me say that another way. You might find this disrespectful, and I understand that. But I I always put myself number one, and a way of doing that in this particular situation is to make sure that I'm telling myself that it's okay to do this, Ashley, and then going and telling my husband what I'm doing and explaining the reasons why. And I can't say that I really gave him a choice. A lot of that is my mentality. A lot of that is him knowing what I need and me being very certain of acknowledging the things that I need and then carrying out a plan in order to execute that. And I want to share with you what took place after having this time and gifting this time to myself. I was able to have a couple of business meetings while I was there. Luckily, they had satellite internet, which was a lot better than nothing. (laughs) 
Also, while I was there, I was able to gain some clarity on a new business venture, a new way of adding value into other people's lives, a new way of making an impact, and ultimately making an income as a consequence of that work. I enrolled in a 20-hour class over the course of three days, something I'm excited to share a little bit later on, um, possibly towards the end of the quarter. And I feel like I gained so much clarity in focusing on me. I allowed myself to gift back my own personal independence so much to the extent that I'm allowed to sort of reframe my thoughts and actions in a way that put me down a path And a path that's separate from my husband, and not to say I'm going down a separate path than him, but what I'm saying is sometimes we get so caught up in always making sure that we're we're doing things as a family unit that we forget about our personal independence. And somebody made an excellent point when they commented on my post, and they said that we forget that having our personal independence in this way is actually a survival mechanism. Let's just say something happened to Clint and I. Let's say something happened to Clint. What would I do if I didn't know how to take care of myself independently? What would I do if that time of independence that I had, that I shared with myself up in the cabin, was something that I was completely uncomfortable with? I remember before we were married and even during the beginning of my marriage, I was petrified to be alone. And one realization that I had was having this independent time for myself, I wasn't afraid I wasn't afraid anymore. And a great deal of that has come from the conditioning and being married to a spouse whose hours are completely wacky, right? As a first responder, your schedules are never the same. And having a lot of that independent time as it is. But being completely remote, isolated in an area that I was not familiar with, and really having to fend for myself, so to speak. How important it is for you to make sure that you're gaining your personal independence really depends on how willing you are to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and to find what that means for you. It might not necessarily mean that you go out and you take a vacation by yourself and you stay in a remote cabin all alone. But I do believe that it is a form of survival. I do believe that we become so codependent within our tribes, which most certainly has a great deal of benefit, but we also need to know how to operate as individual human beings outside of that unit, outside of that family unit, outside of that marriage, outside of those roles, those roles of being a parent, being a spouse, being an employee. Well, what about you as an individual? We forget about that the older that we get. And I believe that the older and older we become, the more reliant we become on others as opposed to becoming self-reliant. We hear about that when we're growing up and we become 18 and we're adults and we're thrown out into the real world. It is super important to become self-dependent, to become an independent. And then we gain our tribe. We get into a relationship. Some of us start families. You know, we, we share homes with other people. And then we forget about that importance. And to some extent, I believe that we take it for granted. But I would encourage you, to think about what you can do as an independent. What can you do to branch off and to create and instill more independence within you, to find new ways of doing things for yourself, and then to know that you could still come back home. You still have that tribe, but perhaps it's most important for you to be able to cultivate that independence first. I hope you have an amazing day. 
and know that from my home to yours, I am sending you a long, tight hug.